This is your dose of daily market wisdom with master trader Nick Santiago. Starting from humble beginnings, Nick has been beating the markets for over two decades. He shares with you his take on the profitable trades that will have you moving towards financial freedom in no time at all. To see an in-depth review of his track record and much more, go to InTheMoneyStocks.com. Welcome. This is your daily dose of daily market wisdom with master trader Nick Santiago. I'm Kerry Lutz, and today is August 17th, 2020. This is show number 99. Well, Nick, what do you say here? 99 episodes. We've gotten overwhelmingly positive feedback. Thousands and thousands of people have listened to us. The numbers are going up. We've had days where 35, upwards of 3,500 people listen to us on YouTube. Who would have thought when we started out? Yeah, it's pretty incredible. It's nice to see. And, um, you know, it's, it's always good to help people. And I think the more you give to somebody, the more you get back yourself. And I think that's why we're doing it. I mean, that's, it's really it. So, um, good to see, you know, keeping people on the right side of the market on the right side of the tape. It's never easy. This is a little bit of a tougher environment right now, but again, you know, you keep people making, uh, right decisions and, and you keep them steered in the right direction and, uh, it's a win-win for everybody. Yeah, couldn't agree with you more. So, hey, options expiration. You know, I always forget every month. It always comes the same time. It's like, it's like the full moon. It's always <laughs> the same time. And yet we forget from month to month, but you don't forget. I don't forget. It's the third Friday of every month is options expiration for the month, this, this month being August. And it's really a, a week where we're going to see a lot of institutional game playing. It happens each and every month. Stocks that are up into the stratosphere that are trading higher, they're generally going to be very vulnerable to sell-offs or pullbacks. And stocks that are down into the gutter, uh, they usually are the stocks that are going to get bounces this week, right? So uh, again, um, do not trade the near-term expiration if you want to trade options expiration this week. Um, go out a couple of months, give yourself some time on the clock, as I always tell everybody. And this is a week filled with game playing. You're going to get some ridiculous upgrades and downgrades by the big firms. You'll also hear lots of takeover rumors. Most of them, I'm going to say 99% of them will be false. Uh, they will not happen. And you'll get just some crazy news out of the blue, unexpected news that can arise at any point in time during Options X. It could be geopolitical. It could be a congressman. It could be anything. Just be prepared for anything. I always tell everybody, um, let the games begin, because this is a week of institutional game playing and expect the unexpected. Yeah, well, that, that generally will serve you well in the market, but uh, <laughs> certainly on this week. Yeah, this is going to be, the, and, and want to know something funny, Kerry, the volumes in August have been so, so light. So it's really even easier for these institutions to move stocks one way or the other. We call it pinning the tail on the donkey, and they can pin the tail on the donkey any way they want, whenever they want, when you have light volume. Yeah, so it's even easier than usual to manipulate, huh? It really is, and it goes on every single month right into options expiration Friday. So get ready this week. Um, you know, watch your newswire. You'll hear some crazy stuff coming out, and um, that's par for the course. Par for the course, yeah. And and the you could never those dull markets, those lightly traded markets, really are the best time to do stuff because when you bring in a bunch of contracts, futures contracts or options, you can really distort the market with a much less effort than when you have a high volume market. 
Yes, yes. And and again, I always tell everybody, I tell all of my members, I say, hey, listen, these institutions can move the market any way they see fit for three to five days. It's not a big deal. Then overall, the resuming money flow will kick in. But if you want to move markets to three to five days, not a problem, uh, especially when there's light volume out here. So be ready. Uh, we're going to see lots and lots of uh, crazy gyrations and a lot of the popular stocks, especially stocks that are up. Just don't, just remember they're vulnerable to pullbacks. Stocks that are down sharply, they're they're susceptible to getting bounces this week. We see it each and every month. I can't tell you how long we've been doing this now, almost 100 days. So that gives us about uh, three months of options X, and we've seen it uh, every single time. Actually, it's closer to five because we don't do weekends. But yes, it's very true. We've seen it over and over and over again, and we just been watching it. I have for four four months here, so. There's lots more to come. Well, we got earnings coming out on leading retail stocks this week. Yeah, this week is a big week for many of the leading retail stocks. We got earnings coming out from Home Depot, Walmart, Kohl's, Lowe's, Target. I believe Ross Stores and TJ Maxx are a couple of other big names uh, that are going to be reporting. So just be prepared for that. Uh, retail has been very strong recently. Uh, not all of the retailers, but a, a lot of them, especially the big box stores. So it's important to see how these companies react after the earnings announcement. And again, um, you know, it, it just goes to show you, you know, these stocks, especially the Home Depots, the Walmarts, they really have not been affected during the pandemic. These stocks really, these companies, Costco is another one, they've thrived really during the pandemic. So it's going to be interesting to see what kind of numbers they post, but more interesting to see the reaction in the market. Are these stocks priced for perfection, meaning they really got a surprise and guide higher, or are they going to uh, you know, sell off after the big run that they've had? So watch those names. Um, there could be some opportunities down the road there. All right. Well, that's Interesting to see. Yeah, well, these companies, for the most part, except for maybe TJ Maxx and Kohl's, have been designated essential to the economy. And that's kind of given them a favored position. They're able to stay open. Yeah, they've got limitations. But when was the last time you saw 5,000 people head into a Walmart other than during the riots? Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen it. So, <laughs> but one thing I'll say is that Walmart, if you ever walk in there, there's a steady flow of customers in there. And that, uh, that tells you that they're doing some good business. That is for sure. So gold and silver appear to be picking up again. Gold is on fire today, up 2.5% on the futures, up about $48 as we speak, sitting right below that psychological 2000 level. So gold is having a big, big surge. I thought and I still think we're going to do some more backing and filling here. Um, but it's having a great day today. Same for silver. Silver today, uh, when you look at silver futures right now, up over 5%, sitting at around $27.50. Uh, that's a big, big move as well. Uh, but I think we're going to do some more backing and filling. And then ultimately, if we can do that and we could see a pattern form or more consolidation, doesn't matter if it even pulls back further. That's setting up for a, a big future advance. What I don't want to see is gold and silver take off right now because that probably will be what we call a higher high. And if it fails there, it's going to fail for a while. Yeah, well, either way, it looks to me like it's here. And one thing, supposedly Zero Hedge saying that a lot of the advance in gold and silver due to China and Russia, I have no way of knowing whether that's so or not. I think it's a, a loss of confidence myself in the governments to control events. Yeah, well, I personally think 
when you add on as much money as we've seen from the central bankers around the world, um, you know, when you add money supply, you've created debt. And, you know, we're at debt levels that we've never seen before. We have, we're probably at debt levels where we could never really recover from. So, you know, if you thought we couldn't recover, you know, five trillion ago, <laughs> um, you know, just tack that on and just think about where the debt is going to be in the next 10 years. So, um, again, I think it's very, very difficult uh, to, to bring that debt load down. And that's why you see gold and silver doing what they're doing. But as a chartist, um, you know, this, I think, is just tip of the iceberg of what we could be seeing, you know, in about three, four years from now. No doubt. No doubt. And it's interesting, though, that uh, like home builders, sectors like them, Home Depot, people are just putting their money into their homes. Uh, what they should be doing, I guess, is making them like the uh, Tesla cyber truck, uh, making them uh, bulletproof and uh, impervious to uh, rocket uh, rocket propelled grenades, RPGs. Well, you know, you, you do see people putting their money into their homes. And uh, honestly, it, everybody now wants something to, tangible. So even gold and silver, you know, try to get gold and silver bullion. It's not so easy anymore. You know, you better have the right connection because let me tell you, if you just call somebody up, like you used to, and you say, Hey, I'd like to, you know, buy 300 ounces of silver, or, you know, maybe I'd like to buy 10 ounces of gold. It might take a little while to get for you to get, I know my wife just purchased a bracelet and it took about, um, about 90 days for a bracelet that was supposed to be made in 30 days. So, um, you know, I, I really see it now where, uh, you know, the supply is somewhat limited and you know what that means. That means higher price. And what we're seeing here, one place you can definitely find bullion for right now is at my friend Andy Schechtman's place, uh, milesfranklin.com. And if you go there, just tell him we sent you because he's got not a lot, but he's got enough to ship. We're seeing a definite tightening of supply. And also you can find stuff on eBay. I bought a few ounces there recently just for the heck of it, just to see what would happen 10 12 ounces you can find it there it's at a higher premium for sure than what andy would charge her elsewhere but it can be gotten there haven't bought any gold in years so i don't know what the what the deal is there in any event uh, i think that's it for today make sure take a look at nick's site in themoneystocks.com take a look at the twitter feeds at itms at nick santiago 01 at carrie lutz and send us your questions your comments KL at HarryLutz.com. Nick, we'll pick up tomorrow. Sounds good, Jerry. And so concludes another episode of Daily Market Wisdom with Master Trader Nick Santiago. Be sure to go to his website, InTheMoneyStocks.com. Don't forget the Twitter feeds, at ITMS and at NickSantiago01. 